Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Thursday, February 26th, 2015. Some truly shocking news has broken. I got it from Democracy Now!, which is... Uh, that Chicago, the city of Chicago, has its own black site. I'll say that again in case you can't believe it. The city of Chicago in the United States has its own black site where people are kidnapped by the police, detained without access to a lawyer, sometimes abused, and sometimes abused to the point of death. Note that the black site is not primarily for detaining so-called terror suspects. The site, uh, which is called Home and Square, is for detaining anyone. And Amy Goodman this morning interviewed a young white woman who was detained there without, without being charged, without being booked, without access to lawyers. So two observations. The first is that I can't find any mention of this report on the New York Times or on MSNBC or on CNN or on Fox. The story was broken by The Guardian. Democracy Now! picked it up, and so did RT, and so did several of the uh, smaller, shall we say, news outlets, such as Reason.com. But the major mouthpieces that I used to trust before my Maynellian Holocaust began in December of 2012, uh, these, these big media mouthpieces are all apparently silent about it. The second point I'd like to make is that this is yet more evidence that a person who is in the custody of police or of authorities has every reason to fear for his or her life. Um, Jeffrey Mason's book, uh, which I read after the after December of 2012, uh, made it clear that psychiatric institutions are a kind of black site. That's not quite the right term for them, but they are they operate beyond the supervision of of you know, the law. Uh, no journalists are, are allowed there, um, at least not not easily. There, the things that happen there happen there off camera and beyond the reach of, of investigation. What we're seeing now is that the police themselves are also this way. All of this is to show that anyone who feels that he or she is at risk of being detained in this way has every right to do anything to fend off such attacks. That means, and I think, I think the law will, will back this up as well, that if a person is at risk of being killed, inside either one of these black, si black sites or uh, inside one of these asylums has the right, in my opinion, for what that's worth, has the right to um, prepare to kill back in whatever way is, is necessary. Because by law, that's a form of self-defense. Of course, anyone who does so in a black site will be characterized by the supervising police 
as being a troublemaker, as confirming that they should have been put in the black site in the first place, as confirming that they're violent. This is part of the reversal of cause and effect. It's part of the self-fulfilling prophecy um, style that, that the government and the authorities are now in the habit of using, evidently. What's even more troubling about this story is that the site has been running for a long time, years. And the question becomes, why, why has it gone years without our knowing about it? And the uh, other question becomes, well, if this is true of Chicago, is it reasonable to doubt that it would be true about New York, Philadelphia, Boston, D.C., Los Angeles, San Francisco? Where else is this going on? As for why it's going on, there's a, a simple answer. It's because the people of the United States are allowing its government to operate above the law. It's because there are no consequences to these miscreants in, in the police and in various so-called law enforcement branches of the government. As for how these branches of the government justify so the need for, for these criminal sites, well, we know the answer to that. It's because there's a so-called war on terror going on. Well, neatly, the same Democracy Now! episode this morning uh, interviewed Patrick Coburn. That's a, a brother of the late and great Alexander Coburn, uh, who specializes in the Middle East and who has confirmed, as others have, or rather who has stated confidently, as others have, others, for example, in RT, that the growth of the so-called Islamic State is being funded by our allies in the Gulf states. Not by Egypt, Palestine, our victims, but, but the Gulf states. And, and they are our friends. They're, the, they're the, the Arab states, the Arab countries, the Muslim countries that the establishment likes the most. In fact, uh, just a few weeks ago, Iran's press TV reported that Israel is collaborating secretly with one of these Gulf states. I think it may have been the UAE. I, I don't know if I'm remembering that correctly, but one of them. That there is a secret, unlisted regular nightly flight or weekly flight, some regular flight that goes back and forth between Israel and this Gulf state, unlisted. You won't find it at the airports. It's secret. I don't know how Iran discovered it. So my question becomes, we institute governments in order to have order, to create order, social order, the orderliness of law and lawful and the rule of law. How is this not chaos instead? Usually we think of chaos as being you know, the, the sibling of anarchy, the inevitable consequence of no government. What we have here are governments that seem to be behaving in ways that are disturbingly chaotic. As for, for why the chaos should be there, well, it is infinitely convenient to those who need to justify the surveillance state. Just yesterday or this week, Bill de Blasio, the mayor of New York, announced that the FBI um, has 
so supposedly infiltrated a plot by the Islamic State to commit a terrorist act in New York City, applauded them, applauded the FBI for supposedly um, stopping the plot, and got up in front of the cameras, of course, and said, well, we, we need more surveillance. What was not made terribly clear to the public is that the FBI created the plot. That was reported both by Democracy Now! and by The Intercept, the First Look Media's Intercept, founded by Glenn Greenwald, Laura Poitras, and Jeremy Scahill. Typically, it, this is typical of the FBI. Trevor Aronson, I think, multi, two or three years ago, uh, published a book called The Terror Factory, in which he simply went through all the supposed terror cases of the FBI and found that of 500, only five involved real terrorism. The remaining 495 or so were entirely fabricated by the FBI. Fabricated meaning the FBI um, initiated the plots and supplied the materials with which to encourage their targets to um, act out uh, terroristically. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.